The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It's February 22nd, 2023. This is season 18, episode number 117. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star Wars, presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, today, I think we're actually going to get to the topic that we started a couple weeks ago. Uh, where we're going to uh, identify the biggest question for the Cowboys at each position. We got through the quarterback and the running back position uh, and on that episode. We'll start up with tight end today and keep moving through the roster, uh, seeing what we think. But before we get there, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the franchise tag. Yesterday, the NFL franchise tag period opened. Uh, it will remain open through March 7th. So basically, teams have two weeks to be able to identify players that would like to put the franchise tag on on March 7th at 4 p.m. Eastern. That window will close, and uh, then they'll start on March 13th, the negotiating period, that little tampering period where teams can start talking to players about free agency and deals. And then on March 15th at 3 p.m. Central, uh, that's when free agency will begin. Here's my question for you guys. Who would you use the tag on for the Cowboys? I'm going to lay it out for you. You've got, I'm going to give you four different options. And, uh, and I'll tell you how much you'd have to pay for them. Some of them may seem well beyond, but I will throw them out there just for the sake of discussion. Dalton Schultz, uh, the Cowboys would pay roughly about $11.3 million to put the tag on him. Tony Pollard, Cowboys would pay roughly about $10.1 million uh, to put the tag on him. Leighton Vanderesh, they would have to pay a whopping almost $21 million to put the franchise tag on him. And then Donovan Wilson, Cowboys would have to pay about $14.5 million to put the tag on him. Which of those would you put the tag on? Or your other option could be none of the above. Um, I think this is pretty easy, honestly, because I mean, the best guy is the cheapest guy. So to me, I would go Tony Pollard on all day long because um, I don't – I mean, I, I I don't know if some of these guys I don't know if you even want to bring back anyways, especially for for that price. Uh, but Tony Pollard, I think at ten point one, you're getting a steal, and and I think with him specifically, it's perfect time to go one year with him. And you know you're going to draft a running back some at some point, and I think it's you know him coming back from an injury. I, I I definitely want him for one more year, and then we'll see what happens after that. Maybe this is the year that he breaks down i mean i mean knock on wood i hope not but i'm just saying running backs at that age i mean at that level of their career we'll see you know what the wear and tear looks like but i go one year 10.1 i think that's almost a steal do we expect any kind of setback from the injury that that would have some kind of effect and i know i know he should be ready by yeah. training camp but is that the type of injury that maybe it kind of changes his his footwork and, and speed and game Not really yeah i you know it's one of those things it's a, it's a really good question because we kind of thought the same thing with with michael gallup and i know it's a knee and an ankle or two different things mm-hmm. but you look at when you start to talk about ankles and running backs and they use their feet their legs 
is there going to be the flexibility there? You know, or is it going to be the same for him? I, I don't think, you know, with Tony, he's – He's he's one of those guys that I feel like that he would bounce back, but with a running back you don't know. You just don't know because where is the ankle flexibility? Where is the ability to cut, to break, to turn, to pivot? You know where where are you with all that? And it was a pretty significant injury that he had. Me personally, to answer your question, I don't tag any of these guys. I don't, and I do this for the reason of I have a little bit of advantage because I've looked at all the players in the college draft. You know, I mean, I've seen the running backs in the draft. I've seen the list of co- and the pro free agents. I'm sure you guys have seen all those names and stuff like that. To me, I'm I'm going to let him go and test this market. I think the Cowboys are 50-50 on this one. I really, really do. I, I don't. I think there's people in the building that would like to see him. You know, at one year at ten million dollars makes a lot of sense. You know, yeah. You know, but there's that unknown that you just asked about. You know, I, I I think being in the running back business, especially with tags and contracts and stuff, is dangerous. I think it really, really is. As much as I love Tony, I think I feel like they need to kind of start over here with this. I think you could kind of move on from Tony. And you might be in a situation too where Tony goes out with other running backs trying to get deals. Well, he's a little bit of a damaged goods right now. Are you going to give a guy, you know, six, seven million dollars a year? as a damaged player with that kind of that unknown. But you do know the college running back situation. You do know free agency with the other running backs. I'm going to take a chance that I'm going to maybe get Tony Pollard back on a deal that's not going to be tag tag high. So that's kind of where I'm at right there. And if I lose Tony Pollard, then I'm going to trust what I do very well. I'm going to draft. You know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to draft and I'm going to study and I'm going to figure this thing out and I'm going to get the guy that kind of fits the best. I mean, there's several of these backs that have similar similar qualities to what you get with Tony Pollard. So I'm going to let him test the market and see what he can get. And if you want to come back to us and say, hey, we got this kind of a deal and you shop it back to us, maybe we'll consider it. But other than that, I think I'm going to let, I'm going to let these guys all kind of go test the market. Yeah, money-wise, it seems like it would be the right deal for the Cowboys to kind of put the tag on on Pollard. But I am concerned about the injury and just not really knowing. But I do think that it all goes into cor- like in correlation with what's going to happen with Zeke and what are they going to do that uh, with him. I I just find it very hard to believe that they would have those two running backs here next season. Like. Something's gonna. One of them is gonna be gone. I do think that it's hard also for me to see it as both of them being gone. But then to that point, do you? What do you do with Zeke? I see. I kind of see right now, despite the injury, I see Zeke more out the door than I see taller, uh, taller, <laughs> Pollard, Tony Pollard being out. But you know, I don't know if they if they can come to an agreement to even cut or how much they would even cut. Seek yeah. salary. You're right. That's the big domino first. I mean, you got to make that decision before you yeah. make some others, yeah. I believe. But, you know, I just feel like the injury is the reason why the franchise tag makes sense. Because, yeah, there's there's some unknown. But I'm willing to take that chance at yeah. the 10.1, mainly because – and when he went down – we talked about this. When he went down, I remember being in the press box going, it's over. This game is over. Mm. I, and, and it wasn't – you know, they couldn't make a kick to save their life. You know, Maher wasn't going to make any kind of kick until, I guess, later in the game. But, like, you didn't feel like you had that weapon. You had nothing going for you. It was just CD. And I'm like, so I that 
for that reason alone, I think I would say I'm going to bring Pollard back again. We'll see. We've got one of the best rehab teams there is. I think that he'll be in good shape for there. I mean, the Julius Jones kind of scares me a little bit. High ankle sprain, second yeah. year of his career, never really was the same. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, that was 20 years ago, but I'm just saying – I still think Pollard with one year, I like it. And I like drafting a guy. Draft a guy, Pollard, Malik Davis, I'm okay with that. I'm going to take you back to what you were thinking in that game. Take me back to the old school, some <laughs> yeah. old fools. Old yeah. fools. Um, <laughs> did, did, does that say more to you, though, about your thoughts on Zeke and whether Zeke should be here mm-hmm. next year? Yeah. Uh, I, yes. Yeah, uh, I, 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 think, I think that Zeke, and we've talked about this on 105.3, the fan, if – that we feel like that Zeke is in the situation of what you had with Des Bryant, DeMarcus Ware. You know, you don't you think so much of these players that you don't want to lowball them so badly that you say, okay, you're only going to play here if it's the veteran minimum. They moved on from Ware. They moved on from Des Bryant. You know, remember that whole thing with Des Bryant? It was just kind of yeah. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then, you know, he's, you know, they're in their draft meetings over here. Jerry and Des all of a sudden have a meeting and then Des storms out, never again to be back in the facility. You know, I have a feeling that it's going to be the same way with, with Zeke. I think they're, they, I don't think they want to, I don't think they want to take Zeke's salary so low that it's an embarrassment to him. Yeah. I think they're just going to move on. Now, again, to your, you know, Pollard question about that, that's, if, if Pollard wasn't hurt, to me, I agree about the tag. I agree. The thing is, now that he's injured, I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet. Yeah, we got the rehab and all that, but I'm going to bet that somebody else is not going to see it like we do right here, right now, and that you can maybe get him back. And it's not that, not that ten million dollars that you have to pay. So let's assume for a second that that happens. Is that a better or a worse yeah. situation? Because then you're now going to have to probably do a multi-year deal. Where I'm I, thinking maybe I, if he I'm 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 trying to bet that I'm trying to bet and the fact I talked to somebody in the league yesterday that's 50-50 on him, it's not a slam dunk. Yeah, I talked to one you know my gang of seven guys around the league and I said, hey, where do you see Pollard? What would you do with Pollard? And they gave me I'd say it's 50-50. It really would, really would is. Would you rather do three for twenty five? I'm throwing numbers out here. Yeah, three, yeah, three yeah. for twenty five. You know, a little bit more than eighty years. A little bit less per year, but yeah, yeah. but but you got three years. Yeah, and I don't. That's that's interesting too because he's at that point in his career where at running back, you know, you're like, is he going to get a big deal? Is he not? I'm gambling. I'm gambling only because I know I know that I know what he is as a player, but I know he's injured to rehab, and I don't know from Ambar's point how he's going to come back. And do I want to pay? I paid. I already saw what happened with Pollard. uh, Excuse me, with uh, Gallup. You know, the knee and stuff. I mean, he came back. He was, but it, it, it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. And now we're like, this team needs to draft a wide receiver. They need a second wide receiver. And now you're like, wait a minute, we just paid yeah. for one here. I, I, I don't think I'm going down that path again. I, but if, if, he was, if he was completely healthy, I would, I would totally dance with you on this one. But I'm going to gamble too. I think it's a gamble as well. And I would do it. I think the $10 million a year is a gamble because of the injury. But I'm willing to do it because I saw what difference maker he was last year. He is year. a difference maker. You know, and the thing about Zeke, this is the interesting part. I think Zeke would be a really good number two running back for any team that's got a, you know an established established number one starter. 
You know, let's say somebody like a Chicago that has a Montgomery and then he comes in and he would be really good. But I don't think he is a good number two when you've got Pollard with got question marks at number one. That's that's the issue that so I So what's think. the average amount of years that you give a running back? Pollard's about to go into his fifth year. Well, yeah. see, that's the interesting. The like wear that. and tear on him is not as bad as right. it is with Zeke. And I and yeah, I, I, I just remember this. I remember this hard knocks episode where Stephen Jones was standing next to Mike McCarthy and he was pointing out to Zeke. And he goes, "Man, you guys have given him a lot of carries. You guys have given you know." And this was two, three years ago when that that hard knocks. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, he's already seen it. Then you know, now where are we with Zeke? I, I think I think to me I, I think it's a move on. You take your cap hit and then you you go. From Did he there. have like a hate smile? Kind of like Stephen acknowledges like, like oh. Stephen's cones like well yeah yeah we have we've we've he's carried the ball a lot yeah you're right about that Which, coach yeah. translation uh, give someone else the ball you know yeah. like yeah. when when a, when, a, when one of the owners comes in and says um, you yeah. think maybe we should you know like. Yeah. You think maybe we should give the ball to Lance Dunbar? I mean, I remember when Jerry used to say that <laughs> oh, yeah. all the time. Like, oh, then Lance yeah. Dunbar is going to get the ball. Yeah, I think the interesting thing here is that, and I, I, I don't know which way I really believe here, but I've I've heard a lot of people with the concept of never give a running back in the NFL a second deal just because there's just too many other yeah. young, fresh out of college backs that you can get. Pacheco can get running you, from Kansas who, City. Yeah, who can get you <laughs> yeah. similar production yeah. for a lot less money in a strap in a cap strap league. Like if you were in a league that, that was like the nineties where there was no salary cap, then go for it. Keep paying them and keep them here as long as you want to keep them here. But yeah. it does make you wonder, is it a better just when you talk about the philosophy of team building, it is a better model but to say, if I'm going to spend money, it won't necessarily be on a second contract for running back because replacement value you, is relatively small. And that's, I'm not doing that. I mean, yeah. that's why I like the one-year deal. Yeah. You're not going to draft the fourth overall pick in Zeke. I mean, no. you're not getting that guy. You're getting some first round, maybe second round, whatever, and you might have a little bit of a learning curve. Yes, runners can come in the league and, and make a difference, but you're going to have a little bit of a curve. Right. I like my guy have with a one-year deal. He's coming back from an injury. He's got something to prove as well, to prove that he, he's worth a, a big deal. I got him. I, I'm drafting someone. How high are you drafting? I'm, I mean, wherever if, he falls if, to me. If, if 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 the Texas kid is there, the and Dijon, I know yeah. there's two. Um, if that kid is there at 26, I, I I'm fine with that pick. Yeah. I really am with with now with yeah. five year deal. I with five years guarantee. I'm fine with especially that. At running back. I'll take the five years and then I'll probably move yeah. on. Same I'll, thing. I will be I'll, fine I'll be ready to start this over. Situation. It seems like this guy is ready to play. You've seen him more than okay. Anybody. We know that there's always like okay. that one of a kind type of time. Let's, let's say he's Alabama's off the board. Too. Oh yeah. I've if he's off the board, which I think he will be. And you're just looking at the position itself. Obviously, you look for talent as well. But how high are you rating taking him yeah. off? Because he's a special. Well, kind then of I talent. like the Alabama kid. I actually, Gibbs is a good in the first round. Yeah, I actually, mm. you know, I went to the Arkansas Alabama game, and I think he had 300 rushing yards in the fourth quarter. You remember him from yeah. the Texas game? I do. He can <laughs> fly. I he do. can run. He's not Bijan, he, but he's a good. He can. He's can a good no, I, he's that's a good that's the thing about it. that's the only reason why I'm I'm interested to seeing if I'm gambling on Pollard is because I know there's probably six or seven running backs that are legitimate running and, and it How about does, A&M kid? He's, he's a second-round kid. Oof, I like him. And by it the way, I mean, he's a, second, it, third, fourth. You can you, get guys th- that can play This thing is going to stretch. NFL, yeah. the Tank Bigsby, and we're going to have the draft show following this one oh, today. Oh, Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. Ooh. Tank Bigsby is a they guy that – yeah. yeah, See, that's what I'm yeah, saying. There's yeah, options for here. Cheap. The, you know? See, that's where I'm kind of – you know, you got compensatory picks. You've got all yeah. these kinds of things. But here's, here's another thing about Pollard. 
Go go look. He started four games his his whole career. Yeah. Okay. In those four games, I gotta look this up. But in those four games, I think the Cowboys have scored forty points every time he's scored. I mean, he started a game. I mean, average average but, of forty, average of forty, because there was the Green Bay. He scored yeah. twenty eight. They're scoring points with them, so I'm just saying for one year, give I'll give him a, I'll give him a one year. He's I'm not against that. that. Yeah, I'm not He's against. That. I don't know what happened yeah. to the running game because it, 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 when when all the both those backs stopped any kind of production when Steele went out, you know, sure. I mean, you, there's games where Pollard go go look at the yeah. go look at the game against the Commanders. You know, you play them twice a year. Mm-hmm. You know, and and both those games were like. I'm, I'm, you know, twenty something yards, thirty something yards. You know, it. Is there? There, there yeah. were some games where he had 130 yards or what. I mean, there's. But then all of a sudden, Steele gets hurt, and the running game goes to hell. You know, nobody's running the ball, and you're like going, "Wait a minute, now, well, why, why are we not running the ball anymore? Is it the backs? Is it the line? I mean, I, I I'm one of these guys that believe putting Tyron Smith at right tackle was going to be better. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't. And that's the interesting thing here, Brian. If, let's say, for example, you've got that $10 million that you would use on the franchise tag that you tell me, okay, we're not going to franchise him. We're going to select somebody in the draft, probably going to be paying him. His cap hit will probably be a million or so. And that other $9 million I can now use to go out and get me a veteran guard. That's a really good veteran guard. What's a better use of your money? Is it to keep Pollard here on a one-year franchise tag? Or is it spending that money on a better, better guard? Can I? So now your offensive line is better. Can I keep Wilson and Vanderesh? Maybe. I mean, see, but I mean, it's the same, it's the same philosophy. The money, right? It's the same philosophy that 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 they told Nick and everybody about about with uh, Randy Gregory. Jerry's argument about not paying Randy Gregory fourteen million dollars a year says he got three defensive players. Yeah, that's that's the that's the. And by argument. the way, Dorrance is backup, right? Yeah. Yeah. See that's that's I mean I was, I, I was looking at the contracts of uh, Michael Gallup, yeah, and I was thinking you know Mm-mm. that's a situation that the Cowboys I don't know if they're looking at that right now but I would be like you could get out of this deal after next after this year this year mm. after this you could get out of it yeah but you could also save about eight million dollars if you said we think he's going to be a good receiver for us let's let's extend him a little bit let's extend his deal lower his cap right now. And, and and push him out a little bit. You know, you could do that. You could save some money as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of different. That's a, that's a risky one, just because you don't yeah. know what that's going to mean yeah. two or three years from now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. Gallup. Gallup had one, one game with 50 yards or more this year, and that was 64. It wasn't yeah. like yeah. he was. You know, he had more games with zero than he had over 50. Right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 yeah for yeah. that amount of money, that's a that's a risk if you. If you choose wrong on that one. Yeah. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to dive into this the question of what's the biggest problem or question the Cowboys have to solve at each position. We're going to start with the tight ends when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. 
What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. Get ready for a new season with brand new gear. Visit your local pro shop or log on to DallasCowboys.com. A fanatics experience. Upgrade your Cowboys Nation wardrobe today. Welcome back. Second segment of the break. Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And this segment is brought to you by Blockchain.com. All right, here we go. Let's talk positions and the question i have for you guys is pretty simple it's what's the biggest question that the cowboys have to answer at each position uh that could be about a player contract that can be about player performance uh whatever you want to path you want to go down but we're going to talk about the position let's start with the tight end position we've already talked about running back and quarterback in our last show uh so let's talk about tight end nick which what do you think is the biggest question for the cowboys this year uh in at tight end um who's who's the starter I mean, like, who's, who, is, who are they going to have to replace um, Dalton Schultz? And that's what I, I think he would go to free agency. Uh, I think he'll probably get a deal, and f- somebody will, will pay that based off of production. And then, and then is, is do they feel like Ferguson is ready to be the starter there, or do they draft or they sign someone? I'm, I'm, I think they will sign somebody, but, um, you know, I just, just kind of what do they do with that third spot? Do they feel like it's just another draft pick, or they, do they – Get a veteran, maybe. I could see a, a, a veteran guy that's kind of more of a blocker. You know, these two these two young guys are good. Would they, it kill you guys if they took the f- best tight end in the draft at twenty six? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, wouldn't kill me. I will tell you kill, this. I mean, uh, let me put it. Like, is he Kittle or Kelsey? It's uh, it's Michael Mary, six five. He's two sixty five from Notre Dame. Is, can he be Kelsey or Kittle? He can. He yeah. He's got the ability to. He's he doesn't have the great speed, but there's plenty of routes where you see him doing stuff. You know, that same kind of game, the dragon, the up the field stuff, all well, that. Let me ask you this: right? I, What I heard, what I heard about him was he is more in the mold of Witten than Kelsey. Yeah, and the reason why, and the reason why that makes no, but, that. no, 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 no. <laughs> but here's why it makes a difference to me. Yeah, if I'm willing to pay that high a premium, a first round pick on him, I really need him to be a mismatch problem for other teams. I don't know that Witten was ever a mismatch problem. Witten just had a knack for 
you put a linebacker on me, it's third down, I'll find a way to get open, I'm going to catch the ball, you're going to tackle me, first down we move the chains. Isn't that a mismatch? But no, but the difference. I mean, the is difference he the all-time leading the receiver is, in the Cowboy the, history. The, the, the difference is the difference is <laughs> coming up here tomorrow. I'm gonna ask the you. difference is a mismatch type player with the one I'm talking yeah. about. A Kelsey type is he's now he's out wide. Receiver, yeah, he's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. You don't know where he's lining yeah. up. He's down the field. Like he does a lot more things. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm not diminishing what, what Witten does. I'm saying if I'm going to pay a premium, like you got to still get Jason Witten in the third round. Yeah, first round we got lucky just hacking that draft. No doubt you did. We did. We had a first round grade. Got really lucky. He was our last player. The reason I asked that was, Witten's grade was a one one nine. The lower the grade, the better. So a one one nine would be the very last player in the first round. So if you had twenty names, he was number twenty. And so all of a sudden, and this was a draft that was pretty deep. L.J. Smith. Seidler, uh, Dallas Clark from Iowa. They had, there was players. There, I mean, people were like, well, I'll take this guy. I'll take this guy. And so Witten just kept going down the board. And finally, it's like, you know, Jerry looks at Bill and like, we got to take Witten, don't we? It's the first round. Like, yeah, we'll take him now. Here we go. Let's turn the yeah. card in, you know, kind of a thing. So if you're telling me that you can get Witten, the guy that has that kind of longevity, it could potentially lead the team in reception sure. throughout his career, I'm, I'm, I'm more open to that. And I'm not. I wouldn't be as disappointed in that. But I understand what you're saying because Luke Musgrave from Oregon State fits the guy that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But that might be a guy that when you talk about Mayer is a first round guy, and then Musgrave is just right there, right. just right below him as far but, as that goes. But I I think that you're trying to replace Schultz. He's a, Am I? I. I think so. I think I think the Cowboys are trying to. I don't know about you. Well, I, I guess I the reason why I said the reason why I said it again <laughs> that sounds weird. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because when I talk about those two types of tight ends, right now the way I'm looking at it is overall my offense needs more firepower. I got it. That's the problem. Okay. And so I don't need necessarily a, a third down type tight end. I need uh, a tight end that's going to create problems I need a for tight the defense. End that's going to catch the ball, run 20 yards, jump over someone, and then just bulldoze someone else. Lose his helmet. Lose his helmet. Keep running. No, no, no. I'm okay. talking about what Ferguson did. Okay, I got nice. a fourth round pick out of Schultz. Yeah. He's developed into a pretty good touchdown catcher, and yeah. he can make some. You sound like you guys that. would tag him. No, 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 not at all. No, you he, do. You no, sound no, like you sound like no. no. He can go. He can walk Look, backwards or I'm, wherever I'm, he's. I'm, you know, good, out of I'm good with the tight ends you have right now, and that's also another reason why hey, I don't did know. Did he sound like he was tagging him? No, no not at all. Because no, no, as a matter no. of fact, because not not only that. The reason why is when you look at even taking a tight end in the first round, the reason I was hesitant initially yeah. is so much because I'm like, I believe in the two tight ends you got. Okay. I think you have enough at tight end. So I look at a lot of other positions where I'm like, man, I need a lot more around on this team than I need tight end. That's why I'm like, literally, <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening to you guys. And tight end is l- one of my least problems right now in my mind of problems yeah. or in, in positions of needs. Um, I do get the point that tight end is a very, very important position, especially for a guy like Dak. Dak does tend to rely and need the help and comfort of a guy that can be there and secure and tight end. But I think that what Ferguson and what Hendershot have done this year or did last year, it impressed me enough to believe that they are more than capable of taking another step in this coming year. You do need a, another guy to come in there, but it, it uh, I am sorry, Brian. I am not looking to draft. I mean, that's the thing. You don't know what the player is going to become until they become that. You mm-hmm. don't know if Jason Witten yeah. was going to be Jason Witten. Yeah. So for this 
specific year, I'm looking at I would rather draft a wide receiver than a tight end right now. I can't wait till episode 165 <laughs> oh when Derek when we launch into Derek about this tight end and you feel you feel like the tight ends are getting the best out of the tight ends and Derek is going to have amnesia no. about this thing. <laughs> Honestly, I, I again I I just I don't feel like Ferguson is far off from being able to provide what Schultz provides. Sure. So for me. I'll take the chance you, that yeah. I think that he'll be fine. Yeah. Do you think we're going to try to cut Ferguson after the end of this uh, training camp? <laughs> no, I don't. Because that's where he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and by the way, let's let's be clear. Schultz has been a good tight end for yeah. the Cowboys. Oh, he has. He's gotten better. Let's, let's not let's yeah, not no question. let's not look over that. And I think he's going to get paid this offseason by yeah. somebody. Yeah. I just don't think the Cowboys are in a position where they have to pay him because they have alternatives. They got other options. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at you know those guys that you mentioned in the previous segment like Donovan Wilson, Leighton uh, Vander Esch, um, uh, Tony Pollard, and then and then uh, this guy. I mean Schultz. Uh, Schultz. All of those lost this his guy. name. Yeah, he's already out. He's already. I'm Welcome already to my out. world. Yeah, no, no, those four guys <laughs> right there. Age boy, it has yeah. a way of doing it to you. Trust me. I've um, been five hours a day. Right. He, but he, <laughs> they got better when when Schultz got hurt. Like like they won games. I mean, you know, Cooper Rush went in the day. Still listen won, to you they, guys, they man. Games. I'm just saying. But Tony Pollard is a guy that I think when when he went down, you saw a big difference. So that's why I, those other three. They were able to win games. Let me ask you this. Would you feel, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the Schultz thing out there again on the tag again, and I'm going to ask you this Are question. Are you wanting to tag yeah, what, No, no, yeah, I'm what, asking. What's your deal? Yeah, what's going on here with Schultz? <laughs> because I'm worried about the wide receiver room. I'm worried about yeah. the wide receivers uh-huh. in this draft. Yeah. I'm worried about the wide receivers in this draft. Right. This, this draft class is not what we've seen from the last two or three years. So, I, I mean, if we could all throw out, let's draft a wide receiver. Okay, it's a 5'10 kid from North Carolina. You know, I mean, whoa, whoa, what, whoa, what did we just, wait, no, where's Chase? You know, where's Jefferson? Where's Lamb? Well, there are also Squint, some veterans that are about to become free agents. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question, no, AG. Not, not much. Okay, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. Very few. Would you feel better? Would you feel better? And let's, do you think the owner would feel better if they did tag Schultz and went and got Odell Beckham? No. I don't. Do those two things have to be tied together? Like, I just tied to me, them together I, for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm Wrapped not going to accept that. I'm willing to say <laughs> yes. I will look at. I want to look at somebody like like uh, like like Odell. Yeah. I don't. Still don't think the right option is you have to bring back Schultz. Right. I think you got tight end options now. Again. But going back to said, the original, she just talked about Dak and like how he relies yes, on the tight ends. But he has Ferguson. Ferguson and Hendershot can provide that for him. Okay. I don't think you. I don't think you have to go out and get Schultz in order to get that. And by the way, this goes back to the original point I was making because of what I think about the wide receiver class of free agents, because of what I've heard yeah. about the draft class of yeah. wide receivers. If you can give me a tight end who can create matchup problems, then you can do something similar to how an offense can run when you have those types of tight ends. Now you got that kind of tight end with a CD Lamb. That's that can really create some problems as opposed to having to have two really great wide receivers, right? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> hey, look, Brian's not buying it, but he's gonna. No, no, I, I, I'm buying it just because I'm a, I'm nervous about how this wide receiver draft class is going to shake. Agree. Because if Adam, we'll talk about it on the draft show. It's after this show, but we'll talk about it here a little bit. If Addison, Hyatt, Johnston, Smith, and Jigba all are gone. Now you're looking at you're looking at a completely different group of wide receivers. 
So would you take one of those guys in the first round if they were if one falls to you? Which one? Like the ones you just mentioned. Uh, the, the three I have is Addison from USC, Hyatt from Tennessee, and Johnston from TCU. All 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 first round guys. And then Smith and Jigba from Ohio State is on the top of the second round. Now if I I've, I've only got twenty names in the right. first round, so, so you would 20, take him at twenty six maybe. At twenty six, I'm kind of yeah. I mean that's but don't feel like that at twenty six that you know someone's going to have to I think make a mistake. For you to get one of those top guys, and I'm saying if you if the the names I just mentioned, they would be behind guys that we've seen in this mm. last draft. So even though they're the first round, yeah. This so year, it, in so, other years they so AG, don't be going. They, my wide receiver group has got to get better. I don't know if I can help you, my friend. I don't know if I can help you right now. Would you trade 26 for for a receiver? You know what? Who? This this owner digs. Somebody, okay, somebody wait, is, you're talking about. No, I'm not talking about name. I'm I mean, we're not tampering. No, what I'm what I'm saying is, are you talking about going out and getting a premier wide receiver in the NFL? Like trade that if you can get a premier wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, I'm not naming names. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, if he's related to anybody on the team, there you go. Even See, better. that's what I'm saying. Oh my god, that's what I'm well, saying. If he's related, if he is, I mean, See, what, this what? guy, this owner has a history of. I don't moving. think Dak's brother plays in the league. He but doesn't. He, okay. he doesn't. He tweets a lot, but he doesn't. Yeah, what about CD's brother? Does CD have a brother? I don't know. Probably. Okay, go know. ahead. So, but the thing about it is, though, if you're looking you're at wide receiver, that's not a bad <laughs> that's not a bad thought because mm-hmm. the one thing this ownership has proven is they will move draft capital for wide receivers, whether you like it or not. Yeah, Joey Galloway, Roy Williams, you know, Mari Cooper, they will move draft capital to go get How a wide receiver. How often has that worked? Once? That's what I'm saying. With Amari, it worked. I would say it worked. Well, with see, but I'm trying to. I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm going to get you an established wide receiver like a guy like Diggs. Yeah. Oh, I said it. You know. <laughs> I don't. I, you know. DallasCowboys.com. It's not their him. fault. It's my fault. I'm not. Yeah. You know. Look, the point. The point is, yeah. what you're saying is, would you be willing to take because of the lack of talent at or perceived talent in free agency at wide receiver, the draft? Would you be willing to go out and spend that first round pick if you could get a high caliber? I'm talking. Top ten wide receiver in the NFL. They talked about Any Mike Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a name that's being floated for a lot of people. It's being floated like, oh, you can go get Mike Evans. He's got one year on a twenty three million dollar contract. Got one year left on a twenty three million dollar contract. Yeah. I, look, at the end of the day, what kind of draft pick are we talking there for a guy like that? Would, see, that's what I'm saying. Is somebody somebody but somebody holds? Pick, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't give. You know, you know, you, if you're picking in the top ten, you surely wouldn't do this. But if you're, if you're, if you're that focused on, we've got to have a wide receiver now. That might be your best route. He, that guy. I don't know. We talk about other players, but I, I know. I don't. No. I don't know. I, well, I, we I, have Jalen Tolber, who is still under development. Yeah, and I don't, but the, here's the, <laughs> maybe see, he that's does the scary this thing. Year. That's the scary thing when you start talking about wide receivers. Some of these cats, I mean, you you end up drafting like, you know, these, some of these teams. I mean, they, Rager goes, and you know, you just get lucky with some of these receivers yeah. and where they fall. Yeah, I just I, I think that right now the the most glaring problem for this team, need for this team, is they got to get more playmakers. Because I agree with you, yeah. Nick. When Pollard went out of that game, it to me it felt like your your opportunity to make big plays and certainly to scare the opposing defense was gone other than CD. And if you got only one guy that scares a the defense, they're going to take him away. Yeah. And so they need more juice on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm yeah. I'm drafting a back at yeah, some I point. Can't. And, I, and I'm looking for, whether it's free agency, whether it's a trade, whatever it is, I'm looking for another 
playmaking type offensive player. Yeah, whether I can't offense trade. tight end something. You know? I'm out on the first round or any round really tra- trading for a veteran receiver. I can't do that. I, I, Come on, man! You've done it 20 years I, of your I, life. I, I know, I know, but 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 you've got to pay CD. CD's going to be on True. this team. You got to yeah. pay CD. You've already paid Michael Gallup, and you're going to say, "Hey, he, I, I got to." You gave us the parachute pull on on Gallup if we had to, right? Yeah, you can, you can. But I'm, I don't think I would do that. I think I would actually do the whole move him out. Four, four more years after this year, spread out his deal. Mm. He's gonna oh, be fine. oh, you're saying you're saying you restructure, you restructure, yeah. and just stretch it I out. So. AG's not too happy with you right now. I don't now. know. I'm, I'm Gallup <laughs> look at her so, face. Gallup is so 50. I know. Yes, you got a different opinion on him. <laughs> Gallup is the guy that you will you can change your opinion about him 14 times during the season. Yeah, like like he's like oh see he does make those catches. He's a Get, good player, and then other times you're like did he play? Get ready. Oh, yeah, he played. 26 are taking a corner. And I'm yeah. fine with that, Get too. Get ready for that. I'm, I, I'm not that. against that at all. You, I'm not against that I mean, the t- you said tied in. I was like, well, if he's like those two, I can see it. Receiver, yeah. I can see it. Running back, I can see it. Is he a big, nasty guard that can yeah. come right in and plug that, his light? That's, an, that's another for, thing. I'm you for that a, guy. There's there's a lot of positions. When you start really breaking it down, I'm like linebacker, they're gonna need, they got needs at linebacker yeah. right now, yeah. I think. All right, let's take our final break. When we come back. Uh, we will we will uh, talk about the wide receiver position. We've talked about it a little bit. We'll get into it a little bit more. We'll do that when we come back. DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. The 2023 Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship returns to AT&T Stadium on February 25th, 2023. Don't miss out the premier qualifying rounds for the Supercross Futures AMA National Championship. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Welcome back. We are in the final segment of The Break Live Nest WBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, presented by Mellow Light, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Did you, uh, is Beyonce coming to the stadium? I don't know. Did I, I hear that? I don't know if that's, I don't know. She I don't has know. a concert. 
But she does have a concert. She's got a tour. Yeah, she got a tour. She yeah. but she making a trip to the stadium. Do we know this yet? I, I don't know. I have no. I don't know if that's been. <laughs> I don't know. We see it on the. We see it. Adver- that's true. I've seen it on the. There are a bunch yeah. of advertising. Yes. Is it? Yes. Okay. On, her, on a horse. She's on a horse. Yeah. Lane. She's coming. Yeah. yeah, but that I, that's for her tour. Had you guys it, gonna get it, a box? That's my question. September twenty uh, September twenty first. She'll, she'll be at, be the at stadium? AT&T stadium. Okay, good. Come yeah, on. I get no, I get confused what, what on I get confused it's on what Thursday. I know that I'm supposed to know and what I know that I'm not supposed to know. So okay. I wasn't sure if this was something I knew that I, I didn't wasn't mean, supposed I didn't to mean know. to bring up something you didn't <laughs> supposed to know. <laughs> but but I guess we got the date. So yes, 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 Brian. So are you gonna, you're gonna get a box. You get a box. The AT and T stadium. You want to know the last concert I went to? I, you get you, you, all the time. It's like, hey, show up for this great concert. The last concert I went to. No, the last concert I went to was Rodney O and Joe Cooley. Oh really? That tells you anything. I was in. I high thought it was. School. School. I thought it was one exactly. of the, You don't boy, even know who boys, that is. Boys to men in Vegas. No, I'm not a concert person. Backstreet Boys. Oh, I'm like the Backstreet Boys. I'm like That's I can right. listen to music in my house or in my car. I don't need to go to a concert for it. Oh. But I know a lot of people love concerts. That's just not my thing. Well, go see her if you have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the deal. I might be there because my daughter wants to go. Or there you go. My wife wants to go. There but, you go. You know, I'm just not a concert. She's gonna be in college. <laughs> hey, wow. trust me. Yeah, it's that's September twenty first. Yeah, you're gonna have to take on seven more jobs like I have. Yeah, kind of a deal. I don't want to do it. <laughs> You'll be fine. Right. Talk All about right. these wide receivers. Talk about these wide receivers. Biggest question: Cowboys, Cowboys have to answer at wide receiver. We got three minutes. Nick, Michael Gallup. <laughs> can, can Michael Gallup be the guy? You know, can can he, or the, the the number two guy opposite of C.D. Lamb? You can't. You look at the Tampa game that they lost week one. I mean, the, the receivers there were. Uh, Dennis Houston, Noah Brown, and CD. And the Buccaneers won that game because they neutralized CD and no one else could hurt him. They, Michael Gallup has got to figure out, they got to figure out ways to get him to be a really good number two receiver. What's up with Jalen Tolbert? Mm. Yeah, got to figure that, that one out. That is a good question, right? What's there? up with Jalen Tolbert? Uh, they, they told us that, you know, Stephen Jones came on, you know, he's come on various platforms and said, you know, maybe we gave him a little bit too much. Mike McCarthy kind of said the same thing. Where where are we at with Jalen Tolbert? Yeah. That's going to be, if you want to talk about, you know, with can you get Lamb's contract done, which, you know, that they're going to go full steam ahead on that one. The Gallup stuff, to me, the big question is, is Tolbert a guy that you're going to be able to rely on? And, and, and how do they, and now do you worry about with a new play caller, do you worry about him having to learn something completely different? We'll see. True. Uh, to me, it just feels like there wasn't really much progress made from a year ago when we were at training camp trying to figure out what was happening with wide receiver. Right now, the only guy that you feel that you can now rely on is CeeDee Lamb and kind of what, and it took him a little second there to get going, but he did it and he showed a huge step in his game, I thought. But other than that, Everybody else, you want to mention, we talked about Michael Gallup. Like, he's a guy that, based on what we saw this past season, that's not a guy that I'm, like, thinking I can rely on or or consider a threat or a weapon currently. He's made certain really great plays, but there's nobody else. And here, I, I I just hope we're not at training camp figuring out or having the same similar conversation that we were having a year ago but i'm going to disagree with you on that just because cd lamb was a big question mark too like is can he be the number one i mean that was one of our 20 questions it was like number four like can cd lamb be the number one and i think that has been answered which that helps 
Now, right, I said that. He took him a little second. Right. He got there. And so I don't think it's like He's last the only year. guy. No, no, no. I'm worried about number two receiver. He's worried about number three receiver yeah. and all that stuff. So, I I mean, you're right. See, the, see there's still going to be questions at receiver, but I do think they're in a little better situation because you know that CD is proven. He can be the guy. Well, the question also could yeah. be, too, if someone they draft, could they be better than Gallup and Tolbert? You know, depending right on where – Yeah, right yeah. away. Do they come in and fit or – do you have another year like you had with Tolbert? I don't be, think you can afford that. No, you I'm got to be honest with you. I could very easily see a scenario, and I know everybody in here doesn't want to see it, again, right? but I could see a scenario where you're going to training camp and you have a very similar wide receiver room as what you had last year uh, because things just don't pan out for you yeah. in the draft. Things just don't pan out for you in free agency. Yeah. There's just not the there's not the level of opportunity out there to be able to add an impact player. You might get a guy that's equivalent to a, you know, to a Gallup or a guy that's equivalent to a Noah Brown. I don't know that we're going to go to camp. I, I think it's a real possibility you could go to camp and still have this type this type of wide receiver room. The numbers will, will obviously you'll get back up because you you're probably going to lose Noah, Noah Brown. I would guess. I don't know. Mm. He might be back. But the point is. I could see a scenario where, because of limited options, you go back and you run it back with what you got. Yeah. I know. And yeah. I don't know that anybody wants that, but I think that might be the, where you are. This is not like Brian yeah. was saying. This doesn't sound like it's a draft where you're going to be in the second round and you still got plenty of wide receiver options. You're going to be yeah. in the third round you got plenty of wide receiver options. It doesn't seem like it's that kind of draft. You look at the free agency list. I know Patrick Walker did an article where he was kind of laying out some of the free agency and wide, free agency and wide receiver. And I w- looked at that list and thought, is that it? Like, yeah. it, it wasn't anything that excites you. These are the kind of guys that are equivalent, in my opinion, to yeah. Gallup. Yeah. And so, yeah, you could go get one of those guys, but I don't know that you're appreciably better. And yeah. that's the point. You want somebody that's better. The only person that really right now is on the horizon that looks like he might be better could be a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. That's it, in my opinion. Of guys on the street. Oh, guys on the street. And yeah. you've done a or lot. Or guys that you project will be free agents. And you've done a lot of legwork on that one. Yeah. You, you've done a lot of legwork. That's not flying blind. Right. You, you know what it's probably going to take there. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back uh, next week. We'll get uh, a little deeper into this. Look, It looks at, like at this point we might finish it right before training camp. We'll see how that goes. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!